and welcome to Served Neat. I am your host, Jen Hartman. I'm a corporate dropout turned six-figure sales and marketing coach, bourbon enthusiast, type three Enneagram, and dog mom. I'm on a mission to show you that there is more to life than the nine to five grind and that you can leave your job to pursue your profitable passion. I'm going to prove to you that launching an online business can be fun and easy. I'll be giving away my best sales, marketing, mindset, and business strategies served neat. Pour yourself a glass of bourbon, have a seat, and let's chat. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Served Neat. Today we are going to be diving into excuses because boy oh boy have I been hearing a lot of them recently. The specific excuse I'm going to share with you today held me back in my business far too long. So without further ado, let's get into it. Why am I singing? I don't know. Probably because I'm tired from a seven-hour road trip. Okay, so here's the excuse. I can't. I'll say it louder for the people in the back. I can't. I simply cannot with the I can't. Okay, so where does this show up in business? I'll give you guys a few examples and then we'll dive into them. I can't pay your invoice because my client hasn't paid me yet. Oh, guys, this literally makes my skin crawl. It makes me feel some sort of way and not in the good way. I don't know about y'all, but I only invest in employees, contractors, coaches that I can afford to pay even if a client of mine misses an invoice. I have always found a way to pay my people, even if it meant paying for them out of my own pocket, even if it meant putting that on a credit card. It's really important to take ownership of your expenses and not play the blame game. This excuse would never fly with a landlord or with your credit card company or your electric bill. Don't use this excuse on other coaches or service providers. It's not fair, especially when the work has already been rendered. When the work is done and you're not paying and you're using your own clients as an excuse to not pay. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. We're getting off on a tangent. Okay, number two. I can't take you on as a client because I'm at capacity. I used to turn down clients left and right. In reality, I could have figured it out. Now, where I'm at in business, I'm all about saying yes, and I figure it out later. I wish baby entrepreneur Jen would have figured this out sooner rather than later. I'm a firm believer that as a small business owner, you don't turn down clients. You find a way to make it work, especially if you are still in growth mode. Beggars can't be choosers. Is that the, I think that's the saying, beggars can't be choosers. Okay, we're going to run with it. Anytime, if I say something loud enough, I'm just convinced that it's true. Like I could completely butcher a saying or I could mispronounce a word, but if I say it with conviction and I say it loud enough, I just, I keep moving on. I'm like, okay, this must be true because I said it loud enough. Does anybody else do this? Am I the only one? Okay, sorry. We're getting back on track here. Okay, so what happens if you're really at capacity? There's a couple of options here. Hire a contractor or bring on an intern, or you can grab a deposit and just do a delayed start date. 
If that person really wants to work with you, they will wait a month or two months to get started. Your other option is to maybe offer an alternative package that requires less of your time. For example, I have a lot of social media managers or other marketing service providers who offer retainer packages, but they book up for retainer packages. So what they offer other clients instead is a VIP day where they literally sit down in a day and knock out 60 days, 90 days worth of content. It's such a great option if you're at capacity with retainer packages. Or for example, if you are a coach and you have a full roster of one-on-one coaching clients, guess what? You have the ability to offer a one-off intensive, or you can offer Voxer support or Slack support where you're not hopping on -on one-on-one call after one-on-one call. The options are endless. If you really want to grow your business and you really want to make it work, you will find a way to make it work. Stop turning away clients. It drives me insane. And I cannot believe I ever did this in my own business. Okay, ready for the next one? I can't do that because it's not in my niche. Oh God, I can't do that work because it's not in my niche. My face is red AF right now because I used to say this. Ugh, why? I turned down client after client when I was first getting started early on in my business, so like two years ago, because the work or the client wasn't within my niche. And I'm starting to really hate this word the more I say it. I had a really great opportunity come my way. It was a startup in the finance industry, and they were looking for a full service marketing agency, social, email, paid ads, the works. My stubborn ass said no, because at the time I was like, well, the finance industry is unfamiliar territory for me. And number two, I wasn't an expert in paid ads. And I truly was only offering social media marketing and influencer marketing at this point. My dumbass said no to a multi four figure per month contract because the work wasn't within my niche. I mentally kick myself every time I think about this story. I could have adjusted I could have been a dynamic CEO and I could have done a few things here. One, I could have became an expert in the financial industry. I could have done my research. I could have done my homework. And this would have expanded my portfolio. And who knows how many opportunities this would have provided me had I figured out a way to make it work. Number two, I could have brought in a contractor to manage paid ads portion of this contract. Instead, I turned out a challenge and a lot of money. Where did that get me? Not very far. And guess what? I did this multiple times. Now I'm at the point of my business where I do not say no. I do not say I can't. Instead, I say, how can I? How the heck can we figure this out? Now I will say there are a few exceptions, okay? So hear me out. If the project or the client truly is out of your area of expertise, and I'm thinking, here are some industries I'm thinking of, fitness, You have to have your certifications in order to take on personal training clients. So if that's out of your scope, don't accept those clients. (laughs) Nutrition, that's also something you need your degrees and certifications for. Mindset, especially if it's in the area of mental health, like anxiety or depression. And law. Law is another one where you need your law degree. You, You cannot practice without that. So if that's the case, if you're like, Jen, I literally can't make it work, referrals, referral, referral, referral every day, all day. Referrals are great, especially if you've been in business for a while and you have a lot of business friends who offer these types of services. Ask for a referral fee. Say, hey, so-and-so came to me. She was looking for an attorney. I gave her your information. If she ends up signing with you, 
would you mind giving me a 15% kickback on the total contract number, invoice, whatever. There's different ways to do referrals, and I feel like that's a whole different episode, so I won't really get into it. But the point of this little story is just to say that even if something isn't within your niche, don't say no to it. Find a way to make it work, even if it means referral fees. Okay, these are just three of countless examples that I hear in the terms of I can't. What does I can't even mean? Okay, well, one, you're being fixed-minded instead of growth-minded. And as an entrepreneur, as a CEO entrepreneur, oh God, you guys know that song, the Bezos song, CEO entrepreneur. (laughs) It has been stuck in my head nonstop. Anytime I say CEO entrepreneur, that song just like won't stop playing in my head. So you want to make sure you are staying within a growth mindset, meaning you're looking for opportunities. Speaking of opportunities, when you say, I can't, you're literally missing out on opportunities. You're missing opportunities to make money, sign clients, get exposure, all the things. And last but not least, you're leaning into a negative mindset instead of a positive mindset. I can't is so negative. So what's the solution? Okay, so the solution is, let's turn your I can'ts into how can I? How can I make this work? What this does is it turns you into a solution-focused CEO. I started to become a professional problem solver. I've started to become a creative thinker, especially this summer as coaching has slowed down. I did not sit around and say, I can't sign clients this summer. Business feels hard. I stopped. I didn't do excuses this summer. I said, how can I sign clients? How can I get in front of my ideal customers? How can I bring in a new type of clientele? I got Hella creative. Do the kids still say hella? I feel like kids don't say hella anymore. That's embarrassing. Okay, moving on. Number two, turning your I can'ts into how can I's, doors will open for you. When I started to get creative and ask, how can I make this work? I had opportunity after opportunity come my way. When I continued to say I can't, I was limiting my opportunities. I had so many opportunities come my way. Literally, the universe was like, Here's another opportunity. Oh, here's another one. Oh, look it. Here's another client for you, Jen. And I kept saying no to the universe. I mean, to clients. Okay, so the next thing this does when you start to say, how can I, or ask, how can I, is you're taking a more positive approach. The phrase, how can I, can turn almost any negative situation positive. And last but not least, it shows you're taking extreme ownership. And as a leader, as a CEO, you should be taking ownership. So instead of saying, oh, I can't pay you. No, absolutely not. We're going to start to say, we're going to think, how can I get scrappy and find the money to pay? Positive thinking like this doesn't just happen overnight. It didn't happen overnight for me. So here's how I started to turn my I can'ts to how can I, slowly but surely. I started to spend time with really positive people, other entrepreneurs, actually. I found that a lot of other entrepreneurs just think differently. They're like high vibe kind of people. They're positive. They're growth oriented. I love my fellow biz besties. They say you become who you spend the most time with. So choose your people wisely. Next up is daily gratitude. I've been really big into the gratitude thing lately. And for me, it's not necessarily sitting down with a journal and a pen and writing out a list of all the things I'm grateful for. Yes, that works for some people. However, for me, it was turning into like a thing that I had to check off my to-do list. So instead, I find some quiet in my day. It could be going for a run 
without headphones, like going without a podcast, going without headphones, going without an agenda, and just really feeling into all the things I'm grateful for. I've actually cried on runs before. Like, I kid you not, I've started like sobbing on runs because I just get this like overwhelming feeling of gratitude for all the good things in my life. Daily gratitude has completely shifted my mindset in business and my personal life. Next up, I have become very careful about the content that I'm consuming. Despite getting so many clients on social media, I don't spend time scrolling on Instagram or Twitter. I do not religiously watch the news because it's so much negative. There's just so much negative in the world. So I become very selective when it comes to what I'm reading, what I'm watching, what I'm consuming. It's really important because that can change your entire mindset. Last but not least, I started small when it came to challenging my I can't excuses. So for example, I can't work out today. Instead, I challenged myself and I thought, how can I find time in my busy schedule to get a quick 20-minute workout in? I found a way to make it work. I looked at my schedule and I was like, oh, look, I have 30 minutes between call one and call two. We're going to go get a workout in. Or saying something like, I can't cook today. I have a packed day. And I would challenge myself and look at my schedule and say, oh, I have 45 minutes in the evening. I can easily whip myself up a healthy meal in no time. So I really started to challenge my thoughts and I challenged my excuses and what I thought was true. I'm here to tell you that 99% of the time when you're saying I can't, that's not a fact. It's not true. You're limiting yourself. Stop limiting yourself with your excuses. You become your excuses over time. Start to break that habit. Start to break that cycle of I can't and start to turn it into how can I and watch what happens to your life. Your life and your business will thrive. Okay, guys, that is it for today's episode. I appreciate you guys listening in every single week. Y'all are the bomb.com. If you guys love today's episode, you know what to do. Rate, review, share, tell your grandma, tell your dog tell everybody. Okay, I'm just kidding. But I mean, really, if you wanted to tell everybody, that would be great and super helpful. I will catch you guys on next week's episode of Serve Neat. Have a lovely Tuesday. 